Welcome to Scale Your Business Radio with your hosts, David Finkel and Jeff Hoffman. Hi, Scale listeners. This is your host, David Finkel, and here I'm joined by a very special guest today. On Scale Your Business Radio, we're focused on how do you grow your company by working less so that your business is pushed to produce more. And today we're joined by Patty Dedominic. Patty is someone who many of listeners will recognize. She's the past president of the National Association of Women Business Owners. She was the chairperson on the foundation for SCORE, the Service Corps of Retired Executives that offshoot of the SBA. She's a very successful business entrepreneur in her own right. In 2006, she sold two of her very successful companies, CT Engineering and PDQ Careers, businesses she had built in the prior decades. Patty, thank you so much for joining me here today on Scale Your Business Radio. Hey, I'm so happy to be here, David. <laughs> now, full disclosure here, we're thrilled to have Patty here. Also, for one more reason, she's someone who's a good friend and has been a real pivotal part in helping Maui Mastermind scale as she's kind of come in and, and play the head role of running the coaching program as chief catalyst. But today, Patty, we're talking here about this idea of of, of, of our women entrepreneurs who are out there, and you're sharing your wisdom for a career spent building multiple companies and taking them well past into the tens and twenties and thirty million dollars a year in revenue. And I guess a question I want to ask for you, for example, when you first got started back in business, I want you to contrast the resources available for women business owners then to now, and then we're going to circle back and talk about NABO, the National Association of Women Business Owners, which is such a powerful resource for women business owners. But start off contrasting then versus now, just to put a context to this conversation. <laughs> well, I started my first company in 1979, so there were no computers in offices. Uh, we did have typewriters. We had electric typewriters. <laughs> Uh, but we had moved from <laughs> plain old typewriters. We used carbon papers. It was really a pain in the butt. If you made a mistake, you had to erase and retype. Um, we used telephones in order to prospect. We used customer lists uh, for, on index cards, business cards. We had the Rolodex that flipped around, and our main prospecting tool was a telephone book. Wow. When you so were those, back there doing this, there, what the was the environment? Days. Yeah, what was the environment like for, for, for women business owners? I know because you were one of the groundbreakers in that world, certainly not the first generation by any means, but, but you were someone who really helped push the envelope for what was possible and doable. And some of the networking groups that are available now, like the wonderful community of NABO, that wasn't as easily available to people back then. It wasn't nearly as well-developed as it is now. Talk about that. Well, I enjoyed uh, being part of the resurrection of a chapter in of NABO, National Association of Women Business Owners in California, in 1980, and helped to grow, and then subsequently helped to grow more than 15 chapters of the organization. Um, you know, I didn't realize that I was different. I just thought I was a business owner. I, my dad was an entrepreneur, so I grew up around the table being told I could do anything I wanted, and... Um, I, I had had some frustration in, in looking to change jobs a, a few years before I started my own business. I remember interviewing for a, a, a great job that I thought would be fantastic at uh, selling advertising on trucks. And uh, one of the things that they were concerned about was, what, was I going to be able to talk to all the guys who, uh, you know, ran the trucks. 
And then I remember I had my eye on this great job at Pennzoil, and I wanted to sell motor oil, and they just told me, you know, there'll be, you know, no, we're going to hire a guy for this job. You, a girl couldn't do that job. So uh, um, that's how I ended up starting my own employment business, and that was what PDQ was in the early days. It was an employment agency. And over the years, we morphed. We identified where our target uh, audience was and where the need was. So I, I was not really aware that I was a female, although since we uh, passed, uh, since we placed many office people uh, in the early days for the first five years or so, we were mostly office clerks, bookkeepers, and things, and they were female. I did get involved with organizations, and um, it was fun. I, I was one of the early members of the Committee of 200. In fact, David, that's just where I've been recently. I'm in Florida right now at a, at a reunion for some of the early members from the 80s. Um, and the Committee of 200 was formed as an offshoot of NABO, the top 200 businesswomen in the country. And in those days, it was very, very difficult to find 200 women whose sales were over $10 million a year. But, but they did, and um, it, was a, it was a pretty great um, sorority that I've been part of uh, for most of my life. Yeah. So going forward here now, you've got NABO as a resource and other resources for women business owners where they really can find um, connections of uh, uh, networking and mentorship and new ideas to be given with that and the sense of energy that comes from a collective community. So I know coming up you're going to be at a very special event coming up in September on the 27th, 28th, and 29th. Talk a little bit about that event that NABO is putting on their annual conference real briefly if you would. Um, every year, NABO gets together to celebrate, but this year it's even better, their Women's Business Conference, because it's the 40th anniversary of the association, and be the change and uh, have the opportunity to not just um, connect with other business owners, but to really make a difference in the community. The mission of the organization is to propel women business owners into spheres of influence in business, their community, across the country. That's fantastic. Now, when you think about a conference like this, what, what are your best ideas on how someone could, who's going there, how could she get the most from an event like that? Give some advice, because you've been to a number of these through the years, and you've taken back ideas and relationships that have really meant a lot for your business and helped other people's businesses. How, how could our, our uh, fictitious woman who's going to this conference what does she need to do to get the most from being there uh, in San Antonio on September 27th, 28th, and 29th? Um, attending any conference, and a NABO conference is a great example of that. First of all, uh, preparing ahead of time and knowing who your target audience is. And if your target audience is small business owners, then uh, NABO is a fabulous place to be because there are many extraordinary uh, ambitious, growing businesses from all sectors, service, manufacturing, every different part of the country comes there. Um, but the first step I might say is be active in your chapter and participate with chapter local leadership either as a volunteer or by showing up at meetings, uh, listening to the speakers, the resources that are made available there. And then uh, I would encourage anybody listening to this to consider grabbing a group of friends to go and work the conference together with you. Because if you could be there either with some of your own team or in a way that would be a little bit less expensive, 
some other business owners and you're not paying their fare, then you can be each other's eyes and ears. When you get to the conference, you want to show up for all of the pre-activities. There's chapter leader training. There's receptions. And depending upon the type of business, you might want to get a booth. As you know, Maui will have a booth there, and a lot of wonderful small businesses have booths there, booth there, as well as the big corporations. You'll probably see the major banks, American Express, Chase, Marriott. And if you're interested in doing business with government or any of the large corporations, um, many of the large corporations, some of the finest corporations in the world are strategic partners with this trade association, NABO. That's great advice with this idea, especially when I hear you talk about you know, coming with a group, a team that you bring, whether they're people who are your peers that they also own businesses or whether these be the team members perhaps who, who might even be a key team member who works for you. I think that's a phenomenal idea. Patty, as we close out this segment, I know we get a chance to talk with you in our next segment, and I'm really looking forward to that. Um, share, if you would, when you look back at your career here as a, as a, as a business owner, Share for you, if you were to think about the two most important things that have made the biggest difference to help you, because you've, you've broken out of that small business part to get to what we call a mid-cap company. You've done that where a lot of business owners get stuck in that small business trap where the company is just so reliant on them. What one or two pieces of advice would you give to a business owner to help her break through that small business trap and actually get to a place where she's built the business, not just owning a job for herself? Thank you, David. In, in my time, I have been very fortunate to be part of growing companies, and then when I sold the company, consulted uh, with the buyers and helped take that company over $1 billion. And I've done it a, a couple of times since then. Um, and I can tell you clearly the key is hiring extraordinary people. Uh, billionaires and people who build billion-dollar businesses think very differently than small business owners who sometimes think they have to do it all themselves, and that's such a big mistake. It's important to hire specialists, people who are educated or, you know, have a passion for their job. And when you hire good people and you hire, you know, especially the small business owner, it's sometimes hard for them to hire people who know more than they or have decades more experience. So when you hire people who know more than you do about their area of expertise, you get their years of experience and you benefit from what they can bring to the table. The entrepreneur and owner is still needed to guide and direct and to orchestrate these extraordinary professionals, but I think that's the main thing. The other thing that I uh, did, we were very clear about who our target customer was. Our, our uh, clients, uh, when I was building the staffing and HR consulting, were large employers, those who were discerning about uh, what they wanted and what they needed, and that was our niche. That's fantastic. I want to encourage all of our listeners to find out more about the National Women's Business Conference hosted by NABO. You can do that on nabo.org. That's N-A-W-B-O.org. Theme this year is Inspire the Change, the 40th anniversary event in San Antonio. You're listening to Scale Your Business Radio. We'll be back with another episode here in just a short while. Again, go to nabo.org to learn more and register for Inspire the Change in San Antonio 2015.
Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. If you've ever wanted to grow your business but held yourself back from fear that it would take over your life, then we urge you to get your copy of Scale today. It'll give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business while also gaining more personal freedom. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Scale is for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. That's scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com.